0: Yachting World's Road to the Cup coverage is in association with Southern Spars and Future Fibers. Hello podcast listeners, I'm Mark Chesnall and I'm here with Ben Ainsley, four-time Olympic champion, America's Cup winner and team principal and skipper of Ineos Team UK, the British challenger for the 36th America's Cup. We're going to talk about the AC75, the yacht, if I can call it that, that will be used in the next Cup match and hopefully shine a little light on some of the technical challenges facing teams that are designing and building these boats. So, Ben, let's start with the basics. The rules that define the AC75 were developed by Team New Zealand after they won the Cup in Bermuda in 2017 and took it back to Auckland. What can you tell us about how the rule defines the fundamentals of the
1: boat? Yeah. Hi, Chizzy. Well, the, you're right. The rule was primarily developed by Team New Zealand, I guess, and a little bit in conjunction with uh, Luna, Luna Rosa, or prior to the the Italian Challenger of Record, and uh, and the rule was published at the end of March uh, last year, so 20, 2018. And really, it's been a work in progress ever since, then with. Revisions and interpretations, as you can imagine, as it as it develops, and people sort of miss things or come up with different ideas and, and concepts, and how that can get implemented. So, uh, you know, that from that process, I think it has been actually relatively cohesive um, as the Americas Cup go, and uh, so we've ended up with with the rule as it is currently stands, which is the uh, you know a monohull. It's uh, you know 20.7 meters long, with the bowsprit you get uh, up to 22.76 meters or 75 feet, and um, yeah it's five meters in beam, and weighs uh, just over seven and a half tons with 11 crew. So those
0: are the fundamental parameters of the boat. But it's a falling boat. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: how the boat foils? Yeah, so the boat lifts up out of the water foils, what we call T-foils, uh, so it's slightly different to uh, the foils that we had in, in the last America's Cup with the multi-holes, so obviously you've got the two wings now on the T-foil and that creates the lift, bringing the boat out of the water and, and the one rudder with, with wings on it. Um, and the T-foils will be, that will be really interesting in terms of how you use those foils, each of the foil, um, where you're trying to get lift on the foil, um, Lift, drag coefficients, and all that sort of, sort of uh, those sort of challenges. All right, I don't want to get too deep into that
0: now. We've got (laughs) sixteen of these podcasts, uh, so we've got plenty of time to go into that into more detail. Um, One big change is the uh, the four hydraulics are are now powered by batteries rather than manpower. Um, That's Mm -hmm. another big change, and the other one is the mast. Um, We've gone away from solid uh, solid wings. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So with the mast now, it's a one design D section. And and then a, a double skin mainsail around that, which is quite an interesting, innovative uh, design solution. You know, whereby you get more power created from the double skin mainsail. You know, with that comes extra weight from from the extra cloth, effectively. Um, but it's more. The idea is that it's more user friendly, I guess, in, in compared with a solid wing mainsail. Certainly, when it comes to docking these boats and, and and maintenance and so on. So it'll be really interesting, you know, that will be a key development item for, for all of the teams. How you create the right uh, sail shapes um, from a double winged mainsail and, and, you know, how that fits in around the mast section will be key for the performance of all of the teams.
0: And the boat also has got a jib and a code zero in the overall <coughs> sail plan. Um, and then uh, the sail plan, also the powering of the sail plan is, is different. We're, we're back to the 11 crew. Mm. And what's the feeling on, on how much workload that's going to be? I mean, last time obviously fitness was a massively important thing. Um, is moving the sail plan going to be a big job this time around?
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it will be. I think the code zero is a real question mark over the design, you know, the, set, the shape of the, of the sail and um, the ranges of uh, you know the wing ranges when when that will come into play in the racing and you it's know, slightly dependent on 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 the size of the course and the boundaries and so on and the maneuverability of of having a code zero sail you know particularly for tacking and yeah as you say you've got eleven crew and that's all got to be manually um, controlled so it's going to be a big big challenge physically and and it's good because it'll, a lot of seamanship will come into that as well, making the right sail choices. Yeah, uh, and jib or code zero. <laughs> yeah, and and the guys doing a really good job on the handling, and 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 creating the right systems to help achieve those those maneuvers as well. So, I think that's another really interesting key area to this whole America's Cup challenge.
0: So let's pick through a, a few of the differences between this boat and the AC50 that we raced in Bermuda in in 2017. We've already mentioned a, a couple of them, but I guess there's, there's one big obvious one, the fact that
1: it's a monohull rather than a catamaran, so let's, yep. just, let's just talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a really interesting development from mm. the last cup, as you say, catamarans, and I think very much coming from Luna Rosa, the Italians' team wanting to have a link to the, to the tradition of the America's Cup and the monohulls and then marrying that with this new foiling generation of, of yacht design. And I think it is a really neat concept, certainly sailing around in our T5 test boat has been a lot of fun. Uh, the boat handles really well, it uh, is very smooth and I think upscaling that to seventy five feet will be uh, you know be fascinating to see how the boat performs. and you know how that then what what feeds down to the marine industry as a whole. I know we'll talk about that more in the, uh, further down the line in this series. Um, you know that remains to be seen, but uh, I think it'll be a really, really exciting challenge for the Americas.
0: Country. And the, I mean, the, the foiling concept is very different this time around as well. Um, L foils to T foils. could you just talk a, a little bit? I want to go into this in a lot more detail
1: down the track, but just talk a little bit about how that changes the game in terms of controlling. Well, the, the L foils that we used in the last cup, you're really just changing the rake of those of the strut of that foil to then to then create the, the required amount of lift to, to get the boat foiling and to, and to and to foil um, level. With the T foil, it's more about the wings really. I mean, you'll you'll change the the cant of the foil arm, and that will have an effect on your your side force and your and your um, and your lift, vertical lift. Um, but the 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 actual T foils will be what are, are giving you the stability in flight, and and yeah, you know, how you control those, and that will come down to the design of the foil and also. To the control systems that we use um, to be able to, to create that stable flight. All right. So um,
0: the other thing I guess is that there's a philosophical change really in the in the openness of this rule. Um, last time it was tight, quite tightly constrained. Uh, this time around, it's really a much more open design space.
1: Yeah. It's 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 interesting. The rule is in some ways, you know. The mast, for example, having, having a one design section is really an effort to try and control costs where possible. The hull shape, though, is, is actually, for a boat of this size, it's reasonably open. And I think you probably will see some differences between the teams, and you can build two boats. So that then creates you know, quite a, a, well, a big design challenge, a lot, of, a lot of design work going into that, a lot of simulation. And the necessity to build two boats, so it's you know it's in a way there's some contradictions there. You have a supplied component and a supplied mast, or not supplied, but one design section shape. But then other areas where it is open and there's a lot of cost and, and development involved with that. For the America's Cup purists, I think that's that's a fascinating challenge, and people want to see the design, and a little bit like in Formula One, you want to see those differences between the teams. And as a competitor, I think we, we embrace that and, and, and enjoy that challenge. Um, from, a, I guess, with my sort of team principal hat on, I'm looking at the costs and the budgets for the campaigns and you know it, it does make it incredibly expensive. And Yeah, but th- those are the rules. That's what we're up against for um, AC36. Um, what happens in the future, what happens with this class of boat you know, remains to
0: be seen. So just picking up on that then on this idea of, uh, of a bigger design challenge this time around than last time um, what do you think the key design challenges will be uh,
1: for ec36 well I, I think it's it's very clear that one of the main areas will be the the hydrodynamics of full design you know as it was in, in the last America's cup I mean that's going to be absolutely critical the control systems again you know with the efficiency required when you look at the manual power for controlling the, the the aero side, the sails, be that mainsail jib, code zero, getting a code zero up and down, uh, there's going to be a lot in the efficiency of those systems and the fitness of the crew. I, I think building good design tools as always is going to be really critical um, and, and designers and sailors are, are becoming much more reliant on, on simulation as that's, becoming, uh, as that's developing ever more and becoming much more reliant. And I think the soft wing as well is a brand new challenge for this class of boat and as as I said earlier, you know being able to create the right sail shapes um, through that and through your control systems will be absolutely critical so there's a lot of scope there with this class, and as always, with a new class of boat, we've seen it in the past, not just in America's Cup but in other types of racing that you have a new a new rule. A relatively open rule. There's a huge amount of scope there, and I think there'll be quite big differences between the boats, certainly in the early days as, as the first generation of these boats get launched and sailed and, and ultimately raced.
0: All right, that's great. Thanks very much, Ben. I think those are four areas, areas that will definitely feature very heavily in future podcasts as we look into them in more detail, and I think we'll start next week with the foils. Okay, thanks, cheers.